United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. The dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Cross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Cross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects exist. What? I want you to notice how carefully I'm sitting in this chair. <laughs> I like don't even go back. Like, or if I do, my knee is hooked so that it doesn't. One day I will be blessed again with watching you eat utter fucking <sighs> shit. Dude, that was so fucking good. What a delicious treat that was. Man. Man, man, man. But anyway. Uh, we are doing an AMA Anonymous episode, so we have some questions to get through. Um, we, we sure do. And before we get that, uh, hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and Cora, I need you to shut the fuck up. Unbelievable. She's so she, excited. <laughs> she just, like, I don't know if you could hear it. She, like, barked in the other... God, what is the deal? I don't... I couldn't hear her bark, but I just see her, like, one of those... Cartoons where she just runs back and forth. And then Apollo's a slow trot. Sometimes he chases her. Sometimes she chases him. That was crazy of her. She has never... She doesn't... They don't bark, but, like, something just... I don't know. Something tickled her fucking ass the right way, and she just started barking i need you hold on i need you to figure it the fuck out bitch i need you to figure it the fuck out she's just Um, so excited to be getting attention (laughs) literally um anyway so that's me who are you Uh, i'm chelsea great that's really good um okay my dogs are being so fucking needy right now what is the deal you don't even like me maybe you should just love on him a little bit I love them all the time, and then they don't like me, and then when I'm doing something, they're like, hello, can I get a a dollop of attention? Oliver's not home right now, so Puffin is being nice to me, but if Oliver's here, Puffin wants nothing to do with me. And he also took wearing those Crocs quite well, which was adorable. I cannot believe you put Crocs on your dog. One One of my friends sent them to me. They're like, hey go look at your porch and there was a little package on the porch and I opened it up and it was two little dog crocs and we immediately put them on him and he looks so fucking cute man they look a little insane I wish that they were more um biblically accurate if you will (laughs) I want to see if I can get them a little bit bigger but at the same time I bought him um I dropped some cash on snowshoes for him but he would just flip them off. So I don't think that Crocs would stay on. Because yeah, he, also, he has some PetSmart brand shit, bitch. Perfect material stay. to chew up, too. Yeah, he did chew on one a little bit. He but, flipped it off and took it and ran away. <laughs> Good for him, honestly. Yeah. Um, speaking of chewing things off, um, let's answer some of these fucking questions, huh? Yeah, some of these weren't questions. So there was like maybe okay. an I miss you. Uh, you okay. should post more selfies. Absolutely not. To our Instagram that has no selfies. I think they were talking to you because you do post selfies. Um, I don't post selfies. So I'm not one to like <laughs> take a selfie. I am one to be like, <laughs> oh, my eyeliner looks really good today. I'm going to put on my self timer and snap a picture. But I'm not like arm in the air, lips okay. What is this? So that pursed? Matters. You know what I mean? Um, 
That's so you just set up right. a timer to take a picture of yourself, but it somehow doesn't count as a fucking selfie. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I can see the distinction. Thank you. Um, so question numero new. <laughs> mm-hmm. Question yes. numero uno. Biggest red flags for a girl. Biggest red flags for a girl? Mm-hmm. Well, women are perfect, so nothing. Um, but I would say, okay. And like. This is fun because I don't want anyone to feel bad if this applies to them. These are just generalizations. Of course, you can fall in between the cracks and be an anomaly or be an exception. Uh-huh. But um, I would definitely say. Also, let's make a quick what, distinction what, what, because what, what? when I first read it, it was like, as a girl, what are the biggest red flags to me? Mm-hmm. But now that I'm rereading it, it's like biggest red flags for a girl. So like not biggest red flags about girls but biggest red flags that a girl perceives. I read it both ways. You know what I mean? Well, we can answer both. So I would say biggest red flags that I see in women. The first one is a really big one. And I think everyone will agree are um, women who are like, I just don't have a lot of girlfriends. I'm not like, I don't have a lot of, you know what I yeah, mean? I'm not, I'm not really friends with girls. That is my biggest fucking red flag. Yeah. Anytime a girl says that she's not friends with girls, I don't want to be her fucking friend. Yeah. Why? Because like, why don't you have, Girls are so easy to be fucking friends with, man. You could spit in a girl's face and then be like, I'm sorry. I was just having a bad day. And we'll fucking forgive you and buy you coffee. And, like, the other thing is when they add on to it, it's like I've just always naturally had just more guy friends. I just don't really get along with girls. And even in their statement, they're putting down, like, other women just for existing. Yeah. And they say, like, they're catty. They're gossipy. And they start, like, listing off all these things. And to that, I say every accusation is an admittal, period. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't trust women who don't support women. And, like, I say this as someone who doesn't support all women because I think some of you are bitches and some of you are mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but – to automatically just be like, nope, I don't like, I don't like other women because I think they're to this, that, and this. It's like very much pick me energy and I cannot stand it. And all that yeah. says to me is that you have betrayed women who loved you and cared mm-hmm. for you and respected you. You have betrayed them in such spectacular ways yeah. that you have to put yourself on the opposite aisle that no one's asking you to even be on. Here's the issue that that really highlights is really they're taking a shit on what they perceive to be feminine, right? So they'll be like, I don't need to wear makeup or I don't even know how to wear makeup. I'm not a real good girl. And it's like there's so many different ways to be feminine. And if you want to be feminine by not fucking wearing makeup and not doing your hair, more power to you. I love that feminism for you. Mm-hmm. If you want to put on a full face while you're camping because you want to look good for and feel good – That's also a really great way to celebrate feminism. And girls who put down other people's expression of feminism are not people you should be friends with. We need to shun them like the Amish. Period. Like straight up. Straight the fuck up. I think we all used to be like that in a sense. Like I very much used to be like, oh, why is she wearing makeup at the gym? And now it's like, fuck, bitch, I put my eyebrows on when I go to the gym. Yeah. I don't want to look like a sperm head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. I, so look. I very much um I it's just basically essentially to me all of the red flags for women is just like pick me energy. Yeah. Just pick me energy. It's because to me there is no higher form of treason than 
betraying other women just for being women or yeah. betraying women who did nothing wrong to you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, this is like, this is like what girls who specifically go after people in relationships. These are mm -hmm. girls who just put down and do not value um, healthy female relationships. Mm -hmm. These are girls who talk shit about like girls who want to be fucking bimbos, girls who want to be yeah. like, you know, uh, like the number one throat goat, girls who want to wear a fucking face full of makeup. Like anyone, mm -hmm. they put those people down. Like that is no way. Like you are fucking vile, you know? Yeah. And you want to know what came up on my Facebook memory was remember when uh, <laughs> uh, my ex was stupid and posted the picture of them cheating on me by like switching. Like it was really obvious. Anyway, I remember you posted a picture of a girl drinking water on my mm -hmm. Facebook page. Yeah. And the girl who the pick me who was going after my partner at the time said that that was bullying and anti-feminist. And I just remember being like, bitch, you are offended by water. Yeah. So it's also dehydrated people. Mm -hmm. The rabid, the rabid snake in the grasses. Yeah. Pick me. Yeah. The, um, yeah. There's no place for pick me's other than underneath my fucking boot. So that's mm -hmm. where they can live and breathe and stay. Um, I would say red flags for um, men. Mm -hmm. um, God, it's just like, how much time do we have? Yeah. Um, I think it's honestly, actually, it's kind of like the same thing. It's mm -hmm. the same gripes, period. Are feminists. Yeah. Well, not even, not even like, because every self-proclaimed male feminist is the worst person I've ever met in my <laughs> fucking life. Well, when they when, they're, <laughs> you know when they I talk mean? about it, but they don't be about it, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, it's like it's the same shit, though. It's dudes who devalue women, dudes who devalue um, female female friendships. Um, it's dudes who devalue like women's like rights to dress up or dress mm -hmm. down, to, like do what they want, like. They, they are either like, I don't like girls who wear a lot of makeup. Or they're like, why don't you shave their legs? Like, they can't even pick a fucking yeah. lane. They just hate or people to hate people. If any time a dude has said, I'm going to take a girl swimming on the first date. Like, Ugh. literally. It's basically like, if you're like an Andrew Tate fan or like mm -hmm. a Fresh and Fit fan, like, you are vile to me. Um, but there's even like, that's a very extreme version. I think there's like light, just people who suffer from like, chronic misogyny like yeah they and, and it doesn't have to be as like outward as like andrew tate being like and women shouldn't drive because they have tiny brains or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. it could literally just be like dudes who think that like women can't handle um like conversations about sports you know yeah. what i mean or like women can't like come hang out with them and their friends because they're like a nuisance or you mm -hmm. know what i mean like that those it's weird weird like lines towing the line of it, uh, that toxic misogyny. Yeah, it, it really is that the people who kind of gatekeep what masculinity should be. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in some of the most masculine moments that I've ever seen have been dudes when they're in like a completely vulnerable situation or doing things that aren't traditionally masculine. Uh, like, for example, Oliver took his mom to get a pedicure for Mother's Day and had his toenails painted. And when my dad first met Oliver, he's like, that guy paints his toenails. And I'm like, yeah, he goes with his mom. And my dad's like, 
I like that. That's what a man does. Hangs out yeah. with his mom. And it's like little things like that. But it's so much – and it's in a bigger – it's in a grander scheme. Like the guys who um, are bigoted or a guy who's like, I can't be friends with gay people because I don't want them to hit on me. It's any dude who can't find a space to be supportive to any of the marginalized groups is a red flag. Yeah. A thousand percent. And then for um, they, thems, and non-binary people, there are no red flags. Every non-binary person named Sock that I've ever met is very fucking cool, and I love them. So mm-hmm. no yeah. notes there. Okay, next question. Um, hot and heavy, who is your ultimate fuck, marry, kill trio? Literally anyone who are perfect candidates for each category. Um, like, I have to pick who I think my favorite three would be. Yeah, so I'm going to say, like, I would marry Nicolas Cage. I think I would kill Hello Kitty because I'm sick of her. Whoa, what? And, you know, I never liked her because we just had that scene queen talk and you mentioned wearing Hello Kitty. And now I'm like, I don't like her. I was a big fucking Sanrio fan. I was a big Hello Kitty gal. I wasn't. And I think it's just because I don't like cats. If you like Hello Kitty, that's fine. I'm not going to be that person, but it's just someone to pick. I guess if I was going to actually kill someone, maybe Jeff Bezos. There you go. That was like really weird waste of um, hate on Hello Kitty for no reason. And then (laughs) if I had to (laughs) fuck anyone, I would say the Pope because I want to ruin his life with an unwanted pregnancy. (gasps) That is very good, actually. Thank you. Um, I love that. I would say hmm, this is very interesting to me. Um. I would say marry Creature from the Black Lagoon or Gilman, whatever you want to call him. That's a good because one for you, yeah. Because he is a hopeless romantic environmentalist at well, the end of the attentive. day. he's attentive. He's attentive. He is attentive. <laughs> um, and there's nothing I love more than someone whose beliefs align with me and also someone who wants to, you know, like worship me. So, yeah. you know, and the environment. That's a good one. So That's a good big one. fan of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill would definitely be Elon Musk. Um and I would do it in the most brutal, medieval way, slow, painful style. Um, definitely, definitely Elon Musk. Um, yeah. And the for fuck, um, hmm, hmm. See, I liked your nefarious fucking, mm-hmm. but I feel like. Um, I feel like I would want to have fun. You know what I, I mean? I think the Pope would be fun. You think? Dude, imagine the inside access you would get in the fucking Vatican if you had an unwanted pregnancy over his head. I would be set for life. I could go into that library that, like, they suck all the air out of. Um, <laughs> you know? That is true. I could read the true. coolest shit. Um, well, I'm going to choose to not, um pick something nefarious i'm gonna go for fun mm-hmm. and i'm going to say um chloe cherry who plays faye on euphoria that's a good one actually i'm glad you you're a little bit more progressive in your choice than i was thank you i think yours was progressive in a different way yeah i think so i think it was fighting the man by like fucking the man yeah I'm, I'm glad we both picked billionaires though to kill absolutely there's our no values way. line <laughs> it's true <clears throat> i don't think this next one's gonna apply because i don't have snapchat who's your last snap from um i don't know because the last time i used snapchat i was a child um because snapchat is for children drug dealers 
adulterers and pedophiles. And I am no longer any of those because I used to be a child. Let me make that clear. I was one of the <laughs> other ones. Um, but I'm not a child anymore. So I do not use that. Yeah. And if, I wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. I don't have Snapchat either. My last text was from you and it said, dude, I saw this and I want to try it. And then that's it. Because uh, um, it was a, a TikTok that Typhoid Taylor sent and I didn't get a chance to open it. But it was about tie-dye i think oh yeah yeah yeah. um this person put a chain like a chain down on a black hoodie and then sprayed bleach over it and then when you picked up the chain it left the outline of it oh that would be you know what one of my friends actually just did that but with like leaves and stuff on a like on an overall dress so they had like the leaves and stuff yeah it looked gorgeous i was like did you fucking get that at urban outfitters because it was like really fashionable and cute looking yeah, same vibe, but with chains. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Next one. So y'all play D&D. Do y'all, all right, let me start over. <laughs> Do y'all play Dungeons and Dragons? And if so, tell us about the characters or campaigns you've played. Um, yeah, I have played um, D&D in the past. Um, I, God, when... The, played years ago. I remember yeah. when you were having that was back in like Freaky Geeks days. It was. That was the last time I played D and D. Um, and God, I'm trying to remember my character. She was not anything cool. She was like mostly based on me, and um, she was a like she was some sort of like assassin. I think I went like dark elf assassin or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, our, um, dungeon master at the time was Colby. Um, and I know that he was like doing D and D stuff on Twitch. Like he's a really great dungeon master. Um, and yeah, that was, I couldn't recall anything about the campaign, not because it wasn't good. It was good. And I enjoyed it. Um, I just, that was when I, um, you know how like you your brain will block out memories to try to protect you? Yeah. That entire era of my life is just I have no idea. I cannot recall any of it. So That's um fair. but it was a good time. <laughs> I remember being jealous, but you guys always played at people's houses who had cats, and I wouldn't have come anyway because I wasn't allowed to hang out with friends at the time. That is true. Both of those um, are true. <laughs> so uh yes, I I have played my first dip into the rule. The world of role playing was when I joined Lancer Realms, which was a LARPing group, and my character was like a mermaid hybrid who could grow legs on land, and she would throw darts. Um, fun, played, yeah, it was super fun. I played um, a Pokemon RPG, but we went full murder hobo and killed Officer Jenny, and then had to die. But that one uh, was really cool because I had a Snorlax that had Hyper Beam, so. And he didn't have a limit on how many times I could use it. So there was no recharge or no refresh. So essentially, it was just a broken mechanic that I exploited in every game. But I had a Cubone that I carried around. And the Cubone's mom was killed by Team Rocket, which isn't like a lore that I made up. That's just what the our DM at the time bestowed upon my Cubone. Uh, but what was really cool is that there was a ghost Pokemon that the Cubone's mom possessed, and it followed me around. 
Uh, That's pretty tight, cool. actually. Shout out, yeah, so shout out to Mike. Uh, he is a listener. He was our dungeon master for that. And I'm sorry that um, we rioted and killed Officer Jenny and ruined the campaign. Mm, well, I like that. It was fun. Um, and currently, I have been playing a Star Wars RPG for the past two two and a half years every yeah, she's Sunday. No joke about it. She's no joke about it. Sometimes I hate it because it interrupts our friendship. It does. Like, because anytime we want to go out and do anything, I'm like, I have to be home by two 45 for star Wars. Yeah. Even my family knows my dad will be like, do you have your little star Wars thing on Sunday? Or like, do you want to come to a family barbecue? And I'm like, we call yeah. it your little star Wars thing as well. Yeah. So my character in that is a Twi'lek named Klepto. And she has what she started out as was a master thief and was very good at what she did, had high skills in skullduggery, and she had a little robot named Jeeves, which J33V dash like E5, which is fun, you know. Um, but what it's morphed into <laughs> mm-hmm. ha- uh, is a drug addict, um, insane person. Because we've been playing for so long, like the characters just get away from you at some point because she's been shot in the head so many times and she filed her teeth down into points. And they're all yeah. blackened out. And during an espionage, she tried to put on a fake mustache, which she stapled to her face. And now it is molded and rotted, but she still keeps it on there. But she also has high charm. So whenever I have to do like a charm or like a will check, um, I get fucking perfect every time. So she'll come Dude. into a place and be like trying to sabotage everything. But she gets such fucking good scores at it. And she's just absolutely disgusting. And also a concert pianist, and her parents are very rich, so she doesn't need to steal it all. Typical klepto I, behavior. Right? Yeah, isn't that fun? That is um, fun. Which is also fun because in our very first – it was supposed to be that they were like a group of smugglers who came together trying to scrounge for scraps and make their way through the galaxy. So we would go from job to job to job to get money to make new adventures possible. On our very first campaign, we robbed a hut and stole all of his fucking fortune. So we've all just been independently wealthy for the past two years. So anytime something comes up where we have to pay money, what was supposed to be a big character plot point of us having to steal to make money is now we're all just super fucking rich and money doesn't matter. But we still participate in crime. As you should, honestly, Mm -hmm. as the best criminals do. Yeah, so we'll go and rob people for, like, five pennies, but we'll spend, like, $20,000 on grenades to go do the job. I love oh, that. Fucking you fun. know? And yeah, that's why it. RPGs are fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Favorite Hanson brother? Um, <laughs> um, Taylor, for I, sure. Mine's Taylor. He's the cutest one. You think? I haven't I looked don't at the Hanson think. brothers. I know. Um, well, the problem is, is that Right now, they are actually all very ugly. Well, um, they're all super, like, procreate for the Earth energy, too. Like, I think they all just have, like, a massive Mormon amount of children. Oh, God. They give me, like, how can I explain this? Looking at a current-day photo of them, um, they look like they are advertising to stay-at-home moms and Draper to join their pyramid schemes. Yeah, and they're like, if you sell, you know, $20,000 worth of leggings, we will fly you to Maui. And yeah. that is just like the vibes I get from them. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say none of them. Oh, uh, okay. 
<laughs> I remember because I had three sisters or two sisters. So there were three siblings. We all picked a Hanson brother. And I always had to get the youngest one, who I think was Zach. But I really always thought the middle one, Taylor, was the cutest. Um, I don't. I never liked them, and I never thought any of them were cute. Um, if I want a problematic bad boy from the '90s slash early 2000s, it was definitely Aaron Carter. It first went Nick Carter, and then when I realized Nick Carter was too old for me, Aaron Carter. So you know what I mean. I would say my favorite Hanson brother is Aaron Carter. My <laughs> Did you ever have like weirdly problematic crushes when you were growing up? Because I think one of my first crushes was the devil from Legend, and I don't know why. You're so right about that, though. Also, like, Darkwing yeah. Duck's nemesis. Who was Darkwing Duck's nemesis? Um, Darkwing Duck nemesis. He like was an orange Negaduck. Negaduck. <laughs> Negaduck. Yeah. Let me take a looky. Oh yeah, he was a baddie. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Look at that cape and the mask. He was very yeah, much like I was, I'm gonna rob you, bitch. Yeah, Negaduck. I was very much as a child was like mm, him and the yeah. Anyway, new question. Um, I was uh, I was very attracted to Shigo, and I still am. So that's fair. Uh, I think it's a healthy to like have crushes on. I think that like helps your sexuality grow in a healthy way to not assign love to genders or it's even true. realistic characters because we all know that Dimitri from Anastasia too can also get it. So <laughs> <laughs> also, I was I always have been a fan of the bad boys. Scar, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kill him again, baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. The red genie. Jafar's genie. <laughs> oh my god. Also, low-key also, though, Jafar. Yeah, Jafar. Jafar I appreciate in my old age now. I'm like, you know, honestly, he had it right. That nepotism was bullshit. I agree. Nepotism Everyone was incapable. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, so yeah. I also like you just trust someone with like that level of fashion. Like you know that they know how to like fuck. Like so. a goatee is gross, but a twirly long singular goatee made up of like three hairs. Mm, yeah. Something about and, it appealing. And also that his best friend is like a sassy parrot. Like <laughs> Yeah. Gilbert like, Godfrey. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. So No, that's yeah. I would rather I don't like monkeys either, so I don't want to hang out with Aladdin. That's so true. So. Well, I, we're in a pandemic called monkeypox, and I'm convinced it comes from monkeys. Otherwise, why would they call it that? Um, it definitely doesn't, but <laughs> I love that care. for you. So, do you think you could obliterate Tucker Carlson one punch man style? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Um, Tucker Carlson, as far as I'm concerned, is a bunch of rotting slices of bologna that have been left in a hot car in Miami. And, um, that is all he is. So I'm pretty sure that like you wouldn't even have to go as extreme as a one punch man um, mm-hmm. finishing move. Cause like you would just like throw the punch would just be moving towards his face. And before it even made a connection, the molecules in the air from just the sheer force of it coming towards him would separate his yeah. bony face like the Red Sea. If I had a chance to punch Tucker Carlson, like maybe right now I wouldn't be prepared physically, but I would like M. Night Shyamalan, lady in the water type, just work out my one arm so I have this like <laughs> giant Hellboy beef stick just growing out of my side, and then I would get his, I would get his ass, yeah. yeah. Um, I also don't know, I think I would do the old switcheroo and like just punch him right in the wiener. I mean... Yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, you, the thing is, is like you don't even have to go like full Satama on him. You can just throw 
any sort of force his way and his body will shrivel up and die. Yeah. I think it would, like, his chest cavity would open like the Sarlacc pit, but it would just be like an old man with no teeth gumming you. Yeah, it would be like in the thing where the chest cavity opens up, but rather than, like, opening up to, like, a jaw mouth, and it would just be gummy. Be like a gummy yeast, little. a really yeasty vagina. Ugh. <laughs> uh next one kanye is the best change my mind um well okay i've already oh, i answered- need to leave kim alone that was my answer i've already answered this in great detail and yeah, who's, i was who's messaging who's us so much about kanye do we ever talk about kanye i mean no but um <laughs> the thing the thing about it is that I am so over Kanye because I used to genuinely love Kanye, like mm-hmm. truly. Like I, I talked about it on the Instagram AMA that like when Through the Wire came out, I was like in middle school, I was getting ready like at six in the morning to like, you know, get dropped off early, watching music videos on MTV or VH1, whatever was showing them. And when I saw that music video and I saw like the footage of the crash and I saw him with his mouth wired shut in the booth, like rapping and you, and then all of a sudden like the sound of his voice and the like wired shut jaw, I was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking insane. And like, I'm not even a religious person, but I remember watching Jesus walks and me and like, holy fucking shit. This is like, this is like cinema. Like truly this is storytelling. This is like emotional. And then he put out funny shit like Kanye's workout plan that had fucking RIP to the queen and a Nicole Smith in it. Like Mm -hmm. everything about like what Kanye used to be was like, so I loved every single second of it. And, um, I, I don't want to, like, get into, like, the albums and shit like that. You can go look at my response about, like, talking about Yee and Life of Pablo and, of course, like, the downfall with, like, the slavery was a choice pro, pro yeah. Trump, Kanye that came after that. And then, like, gospel records, like, fucking Jesus is King. It just, it just goes I, in, it goes into more bullshit as time I goes on. I think that's a man burdened by talent, you know? Like, I think he just suffers. I think that's a man burdened by not taking his medication on time or every yeah, day. Yeah, definitely. And also, when all you do is surround yourself with yes men, you have no one there who can hold you accountable um, yeah, it's and like do Justin the right Bieber. thing for you. Yeah, exactly. So, All right, corn versus flour tortillas. Ooh, this is tough. This I don't is tough. care. I don't have I, enough of a palate oh to God. distinguish. That's the true. Chelsea can't they taste. taste the same. Um, I want to say corn tortillas, but um, I just think I like to toast or fry my tortillas before I turn them into anything, whether that's a chip or um, a taco, so or a burrito. So I will definitely mm-hmm. say um, flour because you just get a better crunch on that. It's fair. This one is going to require we open our Spotify. It's what. What's in your Spotify top songs? I don't even know how, how to you, find that. How can you look that up? Do you just like do top songs? That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, I didn't, I thought, I know Spotify does like the year in review. Oh, um, yeah. But I don't think that that's it. You could do like top 50 of like, oh my God, people are probably screaming because there's <laughs> sure. Oh, the- there it is. My tops. I can tell you my, your top songs. Do like your top songs. Where are I, they? Do- I have your top songs 2021, but I don't have like a recent your top song. Oh, me too. Whatever. We'll just do 2021. Um, my no, I was in a different place. Th- All right. Let's just do 2021. It's fine. Um, my top songs of 2021 were Gospel for a New Century, 
Um, miss, wait, hold on. Mine's so fucking boring, man. Um, holiday by Turnstile, Them Changes by Thundercat, Run by Joji, um, After the Storm, Caliuches, Half Believing by the Black Angels, and Roses Are Falling by Orville Peck. Um, fuck, dude, mine's so boring. It's not boring, but it's just I I consistently listen to one thing. So what I've got UVUVU by The Who, Wolf Totem by The Who, Drunk Face by Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know what that song is. That's embarrassing. Shug Shug by The Who. And you really Small love Town. The Who. Yeah, I do. And then Small Town Boy by Orville Peck. I and had no that, idea that you loved The Who so much. Dude, that's like I exclusively like listen to them. And right now I'm exclusively listening to like Coheed and Cambria because they just released a new song. But right after that was Killing Me Softly was his song by the Fugees. And then The Great Chinggis Khan by The Who. It's like all The Who. You With, really love The Who. Yeah, I know. Didn't you see me at that concert? I was like, my eyes rolled into the back of my head and I was just vibing. And you were like, wait. You're not saying the Who is in the rock band. You're saying the like Hu, H-U, the yeah. H-U, the like Mongolian throat yeah. metal. Yeah, that's <laughs> I exclusively listen to. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my so. god. I was like, why do you love the Who so much? No, like, not the Who. The oh. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. go Mongolian off. throat metal. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Okay. Uh, that's great. That yeah. was great. And that Machine Gun Kelly song, The Drunk Face, I don't know if I know that one. So I wonder how that got in there. Well, apparently um, you knew it really well. So I, that's what's surprising. Maybe if I play it, I'll know it. But like immediately looking at it, I'm like, that's weird. Um, but then Bloody Valentine or Small Town Boy by Orville Peck makes sense. And then Killing Me Softly by the Fugees also makes sense. I got to soften it up now and then. But oh. It was just so fucking good, man. That's, I can't believe I was like, why I, does she love the who so I'm much? really no. glad that you actually came to that show with me. And I remember I was so fucking sick. You were. But I was like getting over being sick. So we only went to that band. It was, and when we were in the very back and then I was just like vibing with my arms up. Like with it my eyes closed. Definitely an experience for <laughs> yeah. sure. I had no idea what I was getting into and nothing could have prepared me for it. Oh, it so. was so good. Oh, all right. Here we go. Now we're going to the anonymous submission questions. These came through Discord and they came through via Facebook. Um, what is your favorite cryptid and what are your partner's favorites? Um, so I actually asked Ty what his favorite cryptid is. And he said the Loveland frog, which we actually haven't covered. It's Ohio folklore. I almost, I have an episode started on it. Really? Yeah. yeah well, he, um, he actually knows nothing about it, but he's a big fan of frogs. So that's why he, yeah. so that's why well, he chose that. We'll definitely have to do one. Um, so th- for context, the level in frogs, why I didn't go into it was because it deserved more respect than what I could give to it at the time, mm. which is also why we're doing an AMA tonight because we were going to do a different one that's coming next week, but I ju- we just need more time. For yeah, um, that's cool. What's your What's your favorite? I mean, I it's it's tough for me because I feel like it just depends. Um, I don't know, like, mm, mm, let me think about this. I like how I answered for him because I really just there's I am always. 
I think I love the Thunderbird mm-hmm. the most, not just because of its connections to like the Wild West, but also because um, I want to believe that there are like there are prehistoric birds still alive today in like in captivity and in zoos and in the wild and stuff yeah. like that. So like it it feels not lost on me that like a thunderbird, which is just a prehistoric bird, could um yeah. exist. Um and then I would also say like a tie would definitely be um Wendigos. I just mm-hmm. I believe that um Native Americans aren't lying to us when it comes to Wendigos. So I agree. I do want to make a shirt. You've given me an idea that just says, I believe in every cryptid. Because I personally do believe in every cryptid. I buy them hook, line, and sinker. There are very few times where I'm like, I don't think that's real. I believe in every fucking cryptid. And why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, true. Um, I already know Oliver's favorite. It's a Sasquatch. and any A Sasquatch by any name. So Yeti, Abominable Snowman. That is Oliver's handsome yeah. favorite. He's got, a, he's got a big Sasquatch tattoo on his um, body. He has a full leg sleeve of a Sasquatch on one side, partying and camping in the summer, and then on the back, a Yeti with an igloo and, like, snowboarding in the winter. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's his favorite for sure. Yeah, 100%. For the longest time, mine was, like, anything aquatic, right? And this, mm-hmm. is, this is the preliminary answer. So it was, like, either Nessie or Mermaids were my favorite, but they have – been usurped by the Fresno Nightcrawler, the Haunted Pants, which yeah. you gave me, my little plushie who sits there. I look at, I, that's all I stare at when I'm in Zoom meetings. It's honestly all I'm really staring at when you and I are recording the yeah. podcast. The Haunted he, Sweatpants. Yeah, he got knocked down during last week's <laughs> great fall. During the fall. Yeah, so he's gone down one shelf. He used to be hiding my uh, air purifier, but. Uh, yep. Where is one spot? Or you want to go ghost hunting? Um, honestly, I would love to do any like asylum back <laughs> like on the East Coast. Um, I just think that would be the best place to go and get some like real fucking scary shit. Um, there was one that's in Massachusetts that our typhoid Taylor was telling me about. Um, and it's really famous for being like the birthplace of lobotomies. Oh, that's um, fun. Danvers, Danvers State Hospital. Um, and apparently they demolished uh, a wing of the hospital and tried to build an apartment complex there. And then it burned down within the year. So, well, that's um, what they get. They shouldn't do yeah. that. That's just bad choices. Highly haunted. Um, and I would also say, Honestly, anywhere where we can perform the Estes method, um, the human Ouija board, which mm-hmm. I definitely think we should do this Spooktober. We 100% should do that. Let's save up our money for a spirit box because that's what we, we don't do. even have to like buy a spirit box. We can just download one of the channel changer apps and then put on like the new AirPods yeah. are um, noise canceling. So, we got to do that, man. I'm so down for it. Um I, I My opinion of ghost hunting is like, I'm going to drink water when I'm in the desert. I would love to go. My answer is always going to be yes to ghost hunting. If I had to pick, I would want to um, go somewhere where there was like a disappearance, right? So you want to say like Roanoke right off the top of your head, even though those people probably just assimilated into the native population. I think that would be fun. 
There's also Flannan, um, the Flannan Isles lighthouse, where the lighthouse keep just fucking disappeared and they never found evidence of him. Mm. Um, any like disappearance like that, fucking John Benet Ramsey's house. That is actually so interesting that you want to choose disappearance because I would like a place of high violence and you just mm-hmm. want mystery. You know, does that not speak to how we are as people? Because earlier, <laughs> earlier you were talking yeah. about watching a Netflix show, and I was like, I don't want to watch it unless I can read the Wikipedia article to know it how it ends. And you're like, you're fucking wrong for that. But it's funny that and we always see this, and I know you, I know you're gonna make fun of me when I'm like, it's because you're a Slytherin and I'm a Gryffindor. But we even had this like the same house responses during the Great Earthquake of Utah, <laughs> where you laid in bed and were like, I'm just gonna die. And I like kicked the door open and I got puffin and I stood in a doorway and I was like, it's me versus the earthquake. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that is interesting. Like I would go to somewhere of high violence, right? I would go anywhere. It's like what I was saying, I'm not gonna turn down water when I'm thirsty. Yeah. But if I could pick, it would be a mysterious disappearance because that itch has to be fucking scratched. I gotta know. It is, you know, it is very interesting that we are the way that we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um where do babies come from was another your question. Anus. Yeah, your mom's house. Um, what hobby are you interested in but refuse to get into because it's too much? This is a really fun one for me because um, it's been a hot topic since the dawn of this podcast and even previous to this podcast and its other name. Metal detecting. I, to this day, have a Garrett AT Pro in my closet, a fucking $1,200 metal detector, and I have yet to use it because... I, I like dude go I, to the what why no because here's the thing you already I, have the too much the too much is the price of the fucking no, metal detector and you already have the metal detector bring it to the beach there is there is some more things that i need to get to like make it perfect for me but like this is the problem with me and the metal detector okay <sighs> my therapist has tried to chew on this for a while and this is what we get to it's like it was such a hyper fixation thing for me to like be obsessed with watching metal detecting videos to like be like, this is what I would love to do. Like in my free time, I would love to travel and metal detect. It's like modern day treasure hunting, but I've like put it on such a pedestal that if I did it and all I got were bottle caps, it would wreck me to a point that I could never return from because like I got into metal detecting when I was in such like a dark spot in my life. And it was like the thing that just gave me joy and hope for the future. And if it does not like live up to what I've expected it to be and built it up to be, it would crush whatever, piece of optimism keeps me going to this day. I actually buy that hook, line, and seeker. And here's why. Joseph Campbell, who's like one of my favorite writers, and he was a friend, good friend of George Lucas. So obviously like a lot of his stuff with the hero's journey is in Star Wars. He wrote a story about a man who wanted to chase mermaids, right? Because when he was a little kid, he would chase mermaids. And then he grew up and um, like he was, 
he grew up and worked and he was, everybody would be like, what are you working for? And he's like, I'm working so I can retire and I can go back to chasing mermaids. And he did this for his entire life. Like everything fell to the wayside. He did have a wife. He did have kids. He had an entire life built, but all of it was really just passing the time until he could go back to what he really wanted to do is chase mermaids. So he finally fucking retires and he goes out and he goes to the lake and he drops his mermaid line in and he's sitting there and he waits 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 doesn't get fucking anything you want to know why because he wasn't chasing mermaids when he was little he was just going fucking fishing but he obsessed over the idea of what childlike wonder offers to us and so he could have been pursuing this happiness the entire time but he let that magic and that happiness go to the point where he was obsessing over something that's unobtainable and not real it wasn't the fucking mermaids man it was just going out and having a good time doing nothing that's the real fucking mermaid here yeah but he obsessed about something that he knew he couldn't have because we want to rob ourselves of our own happiness yeah i couldn't have said it better myself it's so it's so fucking true it's when you make something like a white buffalo and Mm -hmm. and then you like you not worship is like the wrong term but you like obsess over it and yeah and it's just like but it's not it's not there it never is there yeah so a hundred percent it's like anything you go back to from like childhood or from something that got you through a dark time it never hits the same. And I think that's why they say you can't go home again. Mm-hmm. It's because it wasn't home is where the heart is. You know what I mean? But it's like the, the mythology of happiness is so elusive yet. So fucking simple yeah. that we just don't know how to get it. And well, then also like the mythology of happiness and especially when it's like either capturing childlike sense of wonder mm-hmm. or it's like, um, capturing like moments to keep and maintain your happiness whether you're struggling with it or what have you being in that almost creates like an echo chamber because its whole purpose is to like enjoy and block out and so you don't even see reality or the negative or what have you so like if you try to go back to it if you try to do it it's the reality is never going to taste as sweet because it never was reality in the first place yeah And I feel like that might be metal detecting for you. Like, is it metal detecting? Sure, that could be fun. Or is it just getting out of the situation you're in? Is it finding shit from nothing? Is it being able to go around and just getting evidence that something's bigger than you and being able to take it home in the form of treasure? It's all of that can be like, you know, not to diagnose, but it's yeah. just, a lot of people should read that book by Joseph Campbell. I think it's called like the myth of happiness or like the book of happiness or something. Yeah. Well, that, that's a thousand percent it. Um, um, but what about you? That's sad. I would, <laughs> I would like to get into scuba diving. Um, it's just expensive. And I also always wanted to be like a marine biologist, but now it's like, what am I going to do? Go fucking go back to school. I'll just die. Yours is actually very attainable. You know that Typhoid Taylor's mom and stepdad are avid big scuba divers. I'm sure it's obtainable. I've always thought that that could be the thing that um, replaces roller derby or just like takes. It's I can do. That's the thing with your fucking metal detecting. Go get the metal detector out of your fucking closet and go do it. You know, yeah, it's no. like <laughs> it's the it's the burden of initiative. Yeah, is what I suffer from. Yeah, it's true. Well, so, well, this if we question ever, turned out to be sad. I know, right? Well, if if um the one thing I can do for you is um take you scuba diving because it is easy and fun. I will take you metal detecting, but I'll take you somewhere fun and <laughs> help you find treasure. I'll fucking go out the day before and hide treasure. 
There was a girl on TikTok who was like, um, I used to think this beach was like made of magic because we would always go like sand combing and we'd find the greatest things in the world. And she's like, I came back 15 years later with my own kid and I realized that it was just my dad walking ahead of us with a pocket full of stuff. Yeah. Dropping it, making sure that they had a good time. Chasing fucking mermaids, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Happiness is so simple and obtainable and we make it something that has to be mythical so that we can't have it. Anyway, what's your favorite food? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fucking die. (laughs) Um, Speaking of unobtainable, my favorite food is like a good wok fried noodles with vegetables, but Mm -hmm. um, I can never make it as good as like somewhere like Charlie Chow's can. Yeah. Um, But it is my favorite and I dream of it often. Oh, mine is just French fries, man. Skinny little crunchy bastards. Do you like the double fried ones? The frites? Have you ever frit before? What the fuck is a frite? Is that a you thing? How can you be a connoisseur of french fries? And you don't even you get the fuck out of here. You don't even know how to make noodles, bitch. You just get noodles and MSG and you're fucking fine. I, I can make you. noodles, but they're I not good. You. They don't have 50 years of seasoning on the walk <laughs> in my fucking kitchen, bitch. <laughs> a frite um, is like a double fried french fry. It's fucking mean, dude. It's fucking dope. Uh, I think it's just a french fry. You're wrong about that. So. I could be wrong. I yeah. will take you to Charlie Chow's if you get me a freak one of these Okay, days. I think you can get them at um, Burge's, that like really famous waffle place. I've never heard of that before in my life. <gasps> it was on Diner's Drive in the Dives with Guy Fieri. I, you know. Wow. Let's go. Okay. Let's well, go. Let and know. on the way, we'll follow up on Charlie <laughs> Chow's. Is it in Utah? Yes, dude. <laughs> Where? Like, all, There's like... I think there's like two locations downtown. There's one in Sugar House right next to the Sugar House liquor store and that um that thrift store. Oh my god, that's such a stone's throw. I actually know where that is and I don't know where anything is. Mm-hmm. That was my liquor store when I lived in Sugar House. There's the there's the like German That's it. Burgers. That's it. Oh yes. my god. Okay, then I know what it is. Did I get their fries there though? The frites. It's called like Burgess Waffles and Frites. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's fucking go there on Saturday. Is that tomorrow? Um, Yes, but I'm very busy tomorrow. Okay. But but you should, because I can't have anything there anyway. I can't eat a single fucking thing there. Yeah. You you probably have the water. You should. Yeah. (laughs) They might even put animal fat in that. I don't know. Uh, It it just spruces. That's just how the Germans do it. (laughs) Um, What is your dream travel destination? Japan. Or Italy. Oh, I would have thought Japan for you, hook, line, and sinker. Mine, obviously, is going to be Antarctica. That is true. That is true. But I want it to be Antarctica on my terms. I don't want to go there on a cruise. I want to go there with, like, maybe a government black ops, and I want them to just show me everything and then have to kill me after. (laughs) That is my dream vacation. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That is a dream vacation because you never come back from it. And what's the worst part of vacation? Coming back to reality. Oh, my God. You're so right. You can go to the Harajuku district and just die there. That's true. We could all die on vacation. It's super attainable. What sucks is that like the I think it was called like Tokyo Monster Cafe and it was where they had like the fighting fucking robots like Harajuku girls doing performances. It closed mm-hmm. over COVID. So everything I know and love is a lie. I'm so sorry for okay. that. I don't know how to fix it either. I wish I could take you to the local Harajuku district, but we don't have one. Nope. Um, um, what do you want for your birthday? I made a full Etsy list that is public, Oliver, and you already have it. So... <laughs> Um, you should share it for everyone else, though. I don't want people to know. It's all just fucking Furby stuff. Okay, um, that's fine. 
I'll send it to if, you. If, um, if someone buys something off an Etsy list, does it show that it's been picked? I honestly don't know. but that could I, be a problem. But I think some of this stuff is like a one-and-done type thing where mm. it's literally the only one in inventory. Okay. Let me see if I can find it because you should have it because I need you to help keep Oliver on track. Well, clearly he wants to know the answers. He has because, the answers. Yeah, he wants to know. So. I think I sent him this months ago. Well, honestly, yeah, just send it to me because then I can also be like, hey, here's her list. I'm going to get her this. Taylor's going to get her this. You can be left for these things. It, it's really, it's a really easy list, too. Um, just what? because... Well, it's easy in the sense that some of the stuff is like three bucks free shipping. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I mean, I've always felt like you could just, I could just get you a sticker pack and you would be yeah. happy. Man, some of the stuff's already sold out, which makes me sad, but. Well, we can find something similar. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's the next question? Oh, who would win in a fight between the Dover Demon and Bigfoot? I appreciate this question this for its deep. creativity. It's deep. But I would also like to say, um, what an insult to Bigfoot that you would put it up against the Dover Demon, which, as far as I'm concerned, is a humanoid piece of sperm. So here's what's hard, right? The Dover Demon as a cryptid, we don't really know what its classification is. Is it a, you know what I mean? Like, because with Bigfoot, a lot of people are like, well, it's kind, it may be an ape, it may be an alien. With Nessie, it has something. With the Flatwoods Monster, it's probably an alien. The Dover Demon, I don't know if we ever actually put it into a classification. So that could be an edge, but I also think it's a downfall because what we really have to go off of is maybe like slender man who walks on all fours. If I had to describe the Dover demon, right? Not even because at least slender man has like height on him. The yeah. Dover demon literally looks like a tiny little gray alien, mm -hmm. but that walks on all fours. I yeah. would think, I think that the Do the Dover demon is alien esque, but it's pussy alien, like it's pussy mm -hmm. alien magic, and um, like Bigfoot is Bigfoot is a a fucking redwood tree come to life. It could snap the Dover demon's yeah. neck. It mm -hmm. could reenact the scene as Bane breaks Batman's back over his yeah. knee it, effortlessly it would not break a sweat or have a huff it's just like bigfoot's a fucking big big bad bitch and i don't even know what cryptid could truly go like you know punch i was just punch gonna say i don't think anything could beat bigfoot and here's why bigfoot transcends what we understand as a cryptid because i think he is paradimensional i don't think there is just one i think bigfoot is more of like a race kind of like the same yeah kind of like aliens you know what i mean but i think mm -hmm. the thing that makes bigfoot dangerous is that the way that bigfoot operates we don't fucking understand i think we understand aliens you know what i mean they're mm -hmm. in space they're terrestrial they have spaceships they want to touch our butts yeah i think we understand other cryptids too like nessie or wendigos or thunderbirds and not that thunderbird is a cryptid we tried to make that distinction earlier but you know what i mean um mm -hmm. Bigfoot, I don't think we know what Bigfoot is because I think putting Bigfoot in the box of being like just a North American bipedal ape is wrong. I think 
the way that Bigfoot presents also doesn't fucking make sense. Like those hovering lights in the woods are often evidence of Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disappearances are often evidence of Bigfoot. Lost time is often evidence of Bigfoot. So I think what – I don't think it's fair to put um, an ant in a fight with like a fucking god. Yeah, I agree with that. Because even at like – at its least, Bigfoot is a fucking – ape that can rip your face off effortlessly yeah. just like bigfoot is an ape on steroids that we know and deal with which will crush you with its bare hands mm-hmm. and that's at its least right yeah it's like that on steroids and at, at its yeah. worst it's a fucking interdimensional time traveling god monster yeah i i think it would be a better classification i don't think we can put bigfoot against anything maybe the grays Bigfoot versus, versus the Greys might be a good matchup. Maybe. Um, but I feel like he could pop them like a fucking pimple. Maybe. Yeah. it's That's a really hard one, right? The Dover Demon, I think, would be a better matchup for, like, the Hopkin, Hopkinsville Goblins. Um, maybe. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the Dover Demon versus the fucking Fresno Nightcrawlers? See, that's I would have to fight. come up for that's arms. That's a fair fight. That's a fair fight. Yeah, though. that's a fair fight. Yeah, because you got the haunted pants versus the hairless, slender man, tiny pocket-sized dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, versus the versus the Chihuahua with mange. Yeah, so I think that would be a better fight. But I think saying like Bigfoot, that would just it would be literally like what what would a scrap of fabric do against the fucking sun? It's just not comparable and it's not a fight. I know that's really unfortunate. I wish there was a better answer for it, but until we, until we can get to the bottom of what the fuck Bigfoot is, I cannot put my name next to an answer other than the fact that he is untouchable. As we, know. I, I think I'm, I think it's fair to say that uh, who would win in a fight between the Dover demon and Bigfoot, Bigfoot period. A hundred percent. But it's just cause I don't understand Bigfoot. I don't. I, I. don't know what would beat Bigfoot. I cannot rack my brain. Maybe a fleet of gray aliens, like the Greys who control human history, the ancient alien type shit that have been in our lives from the fucking jump type Greys that are involved in every conspiracy theory you know and love. Versus mm-hmm. a Bigfoot, maybe that might be maybe. A fight. Yeah, and even it's a maybe with a capital M. Yeah. So. Um, what's your favorite topic you research for an episode that you want to research more? Um, hmm, the, I feel like we do a good job of, not to toot our own horns or suck around dicks, mm-hmm. but I think we do a good job of, like, finishing a story and closing it with, like, a nice shut yeah. end, so there's never anything that, like, I'm like, we should dig back into this. I guess the theme for me and the one that I always like tapping back into is just, um, you know, my, my favorite flavor, which is just religious hypocrisy mm-hmm. and religious atrocities. Um, those are always my favorite. Um, so yeah. I, I guess I would say that. That's what I would guess for you too, is just any religious cult type thing. Um, for me, my favorite topic ever is always going to be Antarctica, but that's because Antarctica is an umbrella, right? It's like saying I like animals. It's like, well, what animal, bitch? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the topic that I researched that I would love to cover again because we did it back during the Freaky Geeks days when I was just a guest on the podcast was Flat Earth. Um, yeah, I mean, the people have been wanting a um, retouch, a reexamine of Antarctica 
honestly. Mm -hmm. Just like a Um, straight up Antarctica episode. Yeah. And like why you're so obsessed with it. A question that kept coming up was like, where can I start to like learn about Chelsea's obsession with Antarctica? And I was just like everywhere because it is an umbrella um, situation. So I I think Mm -hmm. I would agree too that like maybe doing a serious breakdown of the different factions of Antarctica would be worth it. Yeah. It would be cool. The thing that's the downside is the nonsensical titles of a lot of our episodes. It's hard to remember when Antarctica comes into play because it would be a cool thing to put together an Antarctica playlist where we talk about it. Like Lemuria might be on there. Um, Oh my God. Might be on there. You know what I mean? Like past life regression. Any of the Nazi stuff is definitely on there. Uh, yeah, I think that would be. I think that would be a good one. If an Antarctica episode might end up being something as unreachable, that was like the Stan Lee episode that we've been promising because there's just so much fucking in there. Yeah. Also, I think the Stan Lee episode and uh, and a true deep dive breakdown of Antarctica is um, our chasing mermaids. Yeah, I that would. It's something that I'm constantly working on, but I just don't. It's bigger than I am. It's just yeah, bigger than me. There is no end. It continues. The lore continues as yeah. we even speak today. So, mm-hmm. um, um, if corporate level ninja was your favorite listener, what made him so? Just honest, raw dedication, really. <laughs> <laughs> I would second that. He's been there from the beginning, has never left. Yeah. Um, actual question, though, two parts. Have mm. you covered Gravity Hill or any of the other local urban legends? If not, any plans to do so? This is another one that I definitely think we could circle back to. Back in the day, we did urban legends and we did local urban legends. Um, I specifically stayed on the topic of like the victim of the beast, Lily E. Gray grave. Yeah. Um, and kind of the sad truth behind it and how it's mm-hmm. not so scary. It's just fucking sad. Um, but I definitely think we could circle back around Um to doing local urban legends, like we've touched on it, just like we've talked about, like your experience with the Ogden Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we even have a Utah cryptid. We have the Bear Lake Monster, um, Dude, and we've never talked about it. Let's so. do a field trip episode where we go out and see what we, because Bear Lake's two hours away. Mm-hmm. Let's go out and do like a Bear Lake episode, Gravity Hills and Salt Lake. Flo is in Ogden. With Flo, we might have, now that I'm not like cute and little, we might have to get permission to be in or like let the police know that we're there doing something so that we don't get arrested. What are you uh, talking about? I go to the cemetery at night all the time. I don't know. I They ran me out last time. And There's a I difference never between you and I. That's true. Um, but I definitely think this could be something we put into the Spooktober episodes, not just with doing an Estes Method human Ouija board session, but also checking out our yeah. local urban legends. So, um, we also yeah. go, just got – coming to you live, folks, just got a new question through Instagram. How do you think the world will end and why? Global warming. Um, yeah, climate change. The world yeah. is already ending. Um, and why? Um, because we allowed it to. Corporate greed. Yeah, corporate greed, um, capitalism. And I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day. I was like, well, because she was mentioning the tweet that I had posted where I was like, the world wouldn't just end. We wouldn't just get a meteor. We have to have this slow and painful burn and it's what Mm -hmm. we deserve and that's honestly very slay of her and i agree with all of that because we have been given every chance to do something 
but we are bound by invisible chains that we have made powerful and have allowed to actually become powerful. Um, because I think the illusion of the, the, the illusion of the struggle of change is what stops everyone from doing every, anything. And now we're officially past the point of being able to do anything. There is no reversing. There is no stopping. There is just bracing. Um, there are things we can do to slow it, but that's not going to happen mm -hmm. because at this point we've been so choked out by capitalism and corporate greed and also the failure to help and maintain third world countries. Um, because whereas we are in our abundance era, like they are still powering cities off of like crude oil and gasoline. And so like we're out here, like if we all just got, you know, energy efficient cars. Meanwhile, there are other countries that are literally going through their version of an industrial era like we did, which ended up being the like biggest contributor to mm -hmm. um, pollution and environmental damage. And it doesn't matter if every single person on earth did everything right. If corporations and the world as a whole isn't going to help these countries, like if corporations aren't going to change the way they do things. And if we as a globe aren't going to help everyone not just us and like the big countries but everyone also make these changes towards like clean and renewable yada 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 it, nothing will change yeah. nothing matters and um i think also we are so choked out by capitalism and corporate greed that we would all rather have our nine dollar frappuccinos sitting at our desk watching the world burn around us because at least we have those things and at this point i don't i don't blame anyone for that revolution is hard and we are in a system that was designed to punish you for trying to do something mm -hmm. um you can't unclick if you wanted to because you are forced out of participation yeah. in the workplace and in society you try to stand up and fight and you are punished by not being able to pay your rent, pay your mortgage, pay your bills, put food on the table, put gas in your car. Um, you know, the moment your Wi-Fi goes out, you're disconnected from the world. You mm -hmm. are punished for attempting to try, um, which is why supporting unions is so important. But also, um, I've gotten past the point of blaming everyone for not doing anything and just being like, we can all hold hands and drink our lattes as the world engulfs us in flames and the fun part about that is we will all die and we will all suffer but she will remain and she will regrow and she will repopulate just like she always has yeah we're gonna burn ourselves out for sure which makes me sad man i wish we could do more uh how would i want the world to end maybe like a fun way like aliens but it's gonna end we're gonna kill <laughs> ourselves off yeah oh that one was sad sorry who's your favorite <laughs> pokemon and why um, Jigglypuff because she's annoying and wants attention and Psyduck because he always has headaches. Oh, you know what? I always related with Psyduck for that and Jigglypuff just because of the napping. I think my favorite though has to be Snorlax. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up, it was always Ponyta, which is weird because I'm not a horse girl, but it was always just drawn so cute. I yeah. think you were like a closet horse girl, honestly. Which is weird, right? I've like never been that big of a horse girl, but I was obsessed with Ponyta. But I also love both. Honestly, I love every Pokemon. There's very few I don't like. Like Mr. Mime, he can go. 
I'm actually down for Mr. Mime, honestly. I think he's a little freak. I think he's a little I'm freak. Not, no, not a Mr. I think Mime. He's a little problem. slutty freak. But you know what I'm man, saying? I, yeah, I love Snorlax. I also think Bulbasaur is fucking perfect. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, we haven't gotten to that one yet. We have a, one of my favorite questions coming up, but. Considering the recent advancements in artificial intelligence, do robots deserve rights in society? (laughs) This one's fun for me because I actually think kind of yes. Um, And I think back to when we didn't have like rights and regulations and laws protecting animals, how Mm -hmm. that like contributed to such like violence and deterioration in society. Um, And I also think it helped Like, by putting those laws and rights on these, like, beings that aren't necessarily, like, sentient like us or whatever, um, also allowed us to, like, pinpoint where um, violence can occur and start. And I think the same thing could be said with um, artificial intelligence. Like, if you have, like, a house cleaning bot or, like, an assistant bot or even a sex bot and Mm -hmm. you, um, like, abuse it, I think if you were to be able to like put um, like rights, laws and regulations on it that pinpoint when those things are happening, you would also be able to either prevent it from happening to like people or um, it would pinpoint someone who is doing harmful things to people. Like if, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's actually a really good point that I hadn't thought of because it's the same thing. Like if you're going to, is it like similar now where like if you light fires and you wet the bed and you abuse animals is it gonna like is how you treat artificial intelligence going to translate into whether or not you're a sociopath or could be a serial killer you know i think so um but I, you know because what it's allowing you to abuse and um like ha- cause violence against something that's supposed to represent us yeah and at the end of the day that'll just make you comfortable with being violent and aggressive towards things that represent yeah us so i think it would be a starting point to that i am glad that i am nice to my technology because i think our roomba fell down the stairs once and i was absolutely (laughs) fucking affected where i was like why didn't you put up like a baby gate or something like i was actually mad that oliver let it happen yeah and it yeah i always say thank you and i'm very and when it does its best when it can't find its little home station i let it figure it out it's just learning. It's just a baby. Or it's like when people like drop chips in front of the Roomba to be like, you hungry little buddy? It's yeah. just like, I would rather, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. think about think about that though. That like, that genuine kindness that you show to something that's just inanimate, like means like it's a representation of who you are. Just like being violent towards the inanimate yeah. thing is a representation. So yeah. yeah, I'm glad. What a good character assessment. How you treat your Roomba is really how you are deep down as a person. What and do I you think, think deep down I'm a soft bitch. No, I 100% agree. Um, I think you put a perspective on it that I wasn't 100% thinking of. Because right now I'm like, is that really necessary for us to have? Because I don't know if the level of intelligence that we have now requires that kind of care and attention but i think with where we're going we need it needs to be a conversation because at some point fucking women weren't even a conversation and we're going backwards right now so why Mm -hmm. not put fail safes in where once stuff starts to get sentient life or you know hits synchronicity or what whatever you want to call it yeah 
I think we should, you know, let's try to do something right before we burn off the planet. <laughs> I think that's it, right? Because, like, there's even that, that whole, like, dossier that the guy from Google came out with talking about how the AI he was working with was becoming sentient. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not sentient in the way that we are, even if it's just, like, bot-generated education, um, like, if it has any sort of, like, I don't know, it's just, like, I guess it doesn't even have to be philosophical and deep. It's just like, why would you, why do you need to be protected to have like violence against your yeah. bots and AI? Like, right. no, no, absolutely yeah. not. So yeah, yeah I guess point. that's it. All right. <sighs> We're getting to my favorite question. Yeah. Is war ever ethical? <laughs> this one made me spit out my wine. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just so fucking excited to see it. I mean, this one is, um, I mean, the, the simple answer is no, but that doesn't mean it shouldn't happen. Because I think everyone would automatically be like, well, we had to get involved with World War II to stop yeah. the Holocaust from happening. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And that is an ethical cause. But at the end of the day, it's war is people and people and people are horrifically flawed mm-hmm. and war brings out ultimate power and violence yeah. and greed and the worst of uh, human nature and animalistic nature. And even if you go into war with the most ethical stance and the highest of hopes and wanting to bring like justice, safety, and security, and even doing something as right and righteous as like, you know, stopping an, uh, a cle- like the quote unquote cleansing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, even if it is that you're going to have like monsters, humans corrupt. Yeah, exactly. Like that you're going to have corruption in it. And even if you go in with the best intentions, um, like the worst of human nature always flourishes in, Mm -hmm. in wartime. Um, So it's like, no, it's never ethical, but it's sometimes necessary. On the flippity flip though, like it's also, maybe define war because I had someone change, change my life with like the idea of, are you going to go to war today? Um, And it was just like about being angry. Right. So it was like, you can't always wake up ready for a fight, but man, some of those wars that you can win even on a small scale are so fucking righteous, man. Like the girl who got, tasered and gassed by the police recently while still holding up her abortion rights thing. Oh my God. You love to see it. Right. But that's also just like definition Um, or just going to war every day. um, Like as a gay person in the Bible belt, like, is that war where you're going, like you could always move and come to San Francisco where you're more accepted. So it's hard to really define it on a broad scale. No, because the indu- like our war in- industry is drive like driven by corporate greed. So whenever money is the basis for something, it's never good. Mm-hmm. That one's a tough one. On small scale, hell yeah. Large scale, nah. Yeah, I would agree. And I mean, like even, um, but like the thing is ethical. The word is ethical. So even on the small scale, saying like righteous protesting, right? And even mm-hmm. if the person being victimized is like you know, winning the battle, quote unquote, the fact that it, the atrocities are happening to them in the first place is unethical. So yeah. even in that sense, it's not ethical. Yeah. But then is it like victim is fighting victimhood 
ethical yes. then. No. But then is that not war if you're fighting victimhood? Because that's the only way you're going to get shit done. Because not every revolution comes about peacefully. Mm-hmm. None of them do. So, so, and that's the problem, right? Yeah. Is that like, even if you're going in it with a uh, revolutionary cause that is good and just, um, the problem here is the word ethical in the sentence because, like, mm-hmm. good change happens by unethical things being yeah. the catalyst. 100%. It's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> Um, what is your current favorite TV show, if no TV, favorite book for the time being? I think this will probably change once we start watching the new shows that have come out today, like The Sandman. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I would say I have really loved, um, watching The Bear so far on Hulu. Um, and I think it's just, I don't know, we talked about it on Patreon, but, um, it's just... Beautifully written, shot, acted. Um, I just, I really like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I've been watching comfort shows that I've watched a thousand times before. So I'm going back through the office. So I'm going to go with a book instead. I've been reading the Bane trilogy uh, in Star Wars. He's the one who started the rule of two. So I'm on book three now, but in the first book is where he goes to essentially the Sith training academy to become Darth Bane. In the second book, it's where he finds his apprentice and their adventures together. And then in the third book, it's eventually going, I haven't finished it yet, but it's eventually going to be his downfall because you have to have the Sith Lord to embody the power being overcome by his um, apprentice, his acolyte, to who craves it to eventually take over. So I would highly recommend that. There's a lot of information in that book that can apply to the your day-to-day life and it's like kind of changing me as a person i know you're saying that which i love wild yeah i'm listening to it on audible and the guy who reads it does such a good job i've never given audible a chance because a lot of the times when i overhear other people listening i'm never caught in the moment Mm -hmm. This dude loves Star Wars and he loves what he's doing and you can tell and that translates like even the voices he does. He just acts it out so well that everything is so distinct and well communicated. So I would recommend that for sure. Dude, like I, I am not a fan of audiobooks, but when they hit, they hit. Like I remember when I was rereading um, Lord of the Rings that I found a ripped copy of an audiobook online that was like free, obviously. And it was a British guy and like he was doing voices, singing. He it was just like watching a movie. It was fucking great. Yeah. But, um love it. Um yeah, if I'm gonna give a book recommendation, I would also say um Zizek's Like a Thief in Broad Daylight, Power in the Era Era of Post Human Capitalism. Um he's my favorite fucking guy in the whole entire world. Read all the shit. What were you gonna say? <laughs> no, I was just saying when it hits, it hits. I was just yeah. I was going to agree with you. Oh, my God. Can we also talk about it? Every time I listen to the podcast back, I realize how many times I interrupt you, and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I don't think you do, though. I don't think you do. I think you're just being um, overanalyzing yourself. I think you're just doing that. I don't know. I just – I wish I wasn't the way that I am. Well, same. Who would win between you in a fight to the death? Noel would. I don't even think it's a question. See – 
I would disagree, kind of, because I think maybe like a year from like a like a year previous, yes. But I am so decrepit, <laughs> I'm like about to turn into like dust, like it's the end of Indiana Jones. So honestly, at this point, anyone's anyone's game. I here's my idea: just the effort of trying to kill you in a fight would kill me. So I mean, that's fair. I am taking myself out just gene- with genetics. Yeah, I mean, it might be a situation where we both die. Yeah, where we both just like go in hard and then we eventually start swinging and huffing and puffing and then fall yeah. down and we're just both done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most embarrassing moment in 2022. I don't really get embarrassed, but I think the highlight of just a, a gaff was falling out of the chairlift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree for you. Um, that was definitely the most embarrassing moment. Um, uh, but I, I'm in the same boat. Um, to be embarrassed, you have to care, and I just don't care. So um, I don't get embarrassed easily. Um, maybe just like any time I go out without makeup on, because I'm just like, I could be doing better, and it's embarrassing that I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm even trying to think of... Hold I on. used to get embarrassed Cora. a lot. Sorry, she's having dog dreams, and she's barking. In, in my old age, though, there's like few things that you really start to care about. I'm trying to think. Maybe my most embarrassing moment was when I didn't notice a light turn green and someone honked at me. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and I went. But it's um, so minor that I don't really yeah. remember. That would be an embarrassing moment as well. Yeah. That's a hard one. Um, cause, yeah. It's just, I don't really get embarrassed. Um, the things that would like mostly embarrass people, it just like doesn't bother me. So. Yeah. I, I perpetually feel shame. But that's um, different than embarrassment. <laughs> seek help on that one yeah where people like talk to me or about me like in team meetings like hey chelsea had this idea i'm like don't don't fucking talk about me don't acknowledge that i'm here and then i just turn my camera off you're crazy that's what that is if you were given access to the top secret government library of all information to look up one thing and finally get the truth what would you look up this is a really fun one because any anything that like you that would be like my first reaction here. I already know the truth, so it doesn't matter, right? I know that the CIA killed JFK. I know that the royals killed Diana. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. these are things I know. Um, I know that Area Fifty One actually doesn't have shit in it, right? Not anymore. They moved it all to Colorado. I just don't even think it ever did. I think it was a purposeful misdirection. It was red herring always. Um, uh, it's just like these things I know to be truths and to be self-evident. So I think that the real secrets I want to know about aren't here on Earth. I think they're above us and around us. Um, I stumbled across a Reddit thread right after the telescope pictures came out recently being like, I work for NASA and there's like evidence of like a fucking earth destroyer, like a star killer. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like covering up and not talking about it. Like, I think we know so much more about space. Um, that's terrifying and scary. Um, and I think that's what, that's what isn't being talked about. So Dude, or even I, our own oceans, you know? Yeah. Straight up. You know, I, <sighs> Again, it's going to be Antarctica, but that's kind of cheating because every conspiracy leads back to Antarctica. (sighs) I would like to look up the – oh, my God, this is so fucking hard because I do just want to say Antarctica, but I don't want to keep regurgitating questions. Well, what specifically? If you had to choose, like, one thing specifically under the Antarctica umbrella, like what? Like flat earth? 
No, uh, I think Flat Earth comes back around to Christianity in the end. But I think maybe the Admiral Byrd papers about seeing an extra landmass on the way to Antarctica would be really fun to learn about because essentially that comes back to elitism where we have extra landmass where we have untapped resources that like the Illuminati or what have you have access to and that's why they're not worried about any issues because they're maintaining theirs while milking all of ours until we're all dead, right? So they're mm-hmm. taking care of theirs. That would always be super fucking fun. I think any – it would be fun to also maybe find out – God, this is a fucking hard one, man. It would be cool to see if there really was anything in the bottom of the ocean, if there was any information where you could see like terrestrial life forms that we don't – that we aren't allowed to know about or extraterrestrial life forms would be fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, I I think that, yeah, I think that kind of ties into, like, my above us, like. Yeah. So, okay, easy enough. Which one of your partners is more likely to meet a stranger and become best friends with them at the bar? I think uh, Oliver, for sure, because I think he would, he would instantly become someone's best friend off the bat, just from a simple high, whereas I think um, Ty takes longer mm-hmm. to warm up, but by the end of the night, they, he would be. Yeah. Does that make sense? I agree. Um, I have seen how Oliver interacts at the bar. Like, there have been times where someone sat near us at a bar, and Oliver introduced himself because he thought they were part of our group, and I just hadn't introduced him yet. And he's like, hi, I don't think I've met you. My name is Oliver. And then he talks to him. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? He's like, I thought that was your friend. I was just being nice. I'm like, I've never seen that person in my life. I've also had situations, rare, rare, it's only ever happened like once in my life, where someone offered to buy me a drink and hit on me. And somehow they ended up not talking to me at all, but buying Oliver a drink and hanging out with Oliver all night. And I was like, the switcheroo. What yeah. happened here? Yeah, I think so, – I think that's that's yeah. it for sure. Oliver's a golden retriever boyfriend. Ty is a golden retriever boyfriend, but is a rescue. Yeah, he has to warm up first. Yeah. He has to make sure that like everyone in the room is cool and comfortable, and then mm-hmm. he then he definitely yeah. pops out as a golden retriever. So that yeah. is a perfect analogy. Yeah. Do you think Furby is a Gremlins ripoff? No. Um, this is where you're actually fucking wrong, bitch. Because it. <laughs> It is, and Hasbro is actually sued by Warner Brothers, and oh. they settled out of court for, like, six figures. And really? in the settlement out of court, it was um, one of the terms and conditions was that they had to adjust the likeness of the Furby, so it wasn't so... You know what I have to say about that? Reminiscent. We meet again? That was no, me sleep again. Oh. Remember how I said some of them have that sleepy disease? So this one has a sleepy disease, so it takes a few times to wake him up. I mean, same, though. Same, Yeah, bitch. I know. So, But the fact that you can wake him up out of the sleep makes him, like, kind of a commodity because some of them don't wake up ever. Mm. They just, like, go, ah, and then, like, immediately back to bed. One day but, that'll be all of us, so yeah. fingers crossed. Um, that's actually really interesting. I think initially, yeah, I would buy into that it is a, a Gremlins ripoff, but I like that they've become their own thing. 
Like they really, they were, you know, how Lady Gaga, a lot of people were like, oh, she's just a rivet of a Madonna, but now she's her own, her own essence. Maybe that's what Furbies could be. After all, yeah. who, who are we if, if not living, growing beings? Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, who should I vote for? <laughs> I don't this fucking is... know, man. Mickey Mouse, just write him in. <laughs> um, I don't know. It depends on where you live. Um, if you're in Texas, Beto. Yeah, honestly, like, in a perfect world, by I don't think Biden would run again, but you know he's going to, so I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. So, like, yeah, don't vote. I don't know, man. I do don't your wanna, research. Yeah, just do your research, and if you're unsure, vote who's less likely to take your rights away, I guess. Yeah. Um, when will you finally answer for your numerous crimes? Noelle got off scot-free for running a hobo down in her car, and I think we <laughs> joke about it so often, but nothing ever came of that, which I is mean, so surprising. I mean, I didn't have a car for like a year because it was in evidence. I know, which is why... So well, I remember at the time you were like, uh, your car was a lease, right? And that was also mm-hmm. part of it where you had to like go bring it back. And I the had people- to buy it. I yeah, had to buy it. You were like, the cops have my car. It's an evidence. And they were like, too bad, bitch. So there is no protection mm-hmm. against if like your car is state's evidence for yeah. crime. They won't mm-hmm. make you buy the car. Yeah. And for like double what it was worth, just because they knew they could, because they couldn't do a lease inspection to revalue it. So they were valuing it off of what it was when I took it off the lot. So get fucked. That was yeah. punishment. And that yeah. fucking homeless man lived when he should have died. <laughs> Terrible. Um, <laughs> for Noel, why so much hate on Chelsea getting her degree in cryptozoology? <laughs> is it because you don't want to call her doctor? Or is it because something is missing inside of you? That one thing that makes you want to champion all of your friends' accomplishments and dreams. Jesus, I hadn't seen this one. I thought you wrote this for sure. I, won, I, I didn't write a single fucking question. Don't lie, you fucking lying I bitch. really didn't. Um, I Oliver was like, can you guess which question is mine? And now I wonder if it's this one. But I thought it was the birthday one. Um, I don't think it's this one, honestly. I don't think it's this one either. That <laughs> this is someone- 100% was not me. This is someone who cares about you more than Oliver. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's not even hard. <laughs> Just kidding, Oliver. You're great. Um, I would say if you want my... I'll give you both answers. My serious and my funny answer. Um, <laughs> um, because I think that Chelsea paying for a degree in cryptozoology is once again falling into the trap of capitalism and corporate greed that we have to pay for an education um, where she probably has more knowledge about cryptozoology than any person or course paid for could give her. Um, I am very much a proponent of you don't need to pay for university to have an education and be educated. I think that that is an elitist fucking lie that has been spoon fed to us. Um, I think college is a scam. And I believe that this is as well, not just because it is an actual scam, but also because we should stop perpetuating paid education. Education is a gift that everyone deserves as a right. Um, so there's that. Why didn't you give like an actual good fucking answer to that? Yeah, bitch. I'm yeah. not paying for the education. I'm paying for the title. You can doctor. give yourself a title. That's the fun thing. I just need everyone to realize that this is 
a hypothetical situation, my lawyer told me to say, you can lie on resumes. You can lie who your references are and I just put wonder. your friends and say they're your bosses. You could just say you are a, a, a Dr. Chelsea no. Bloomfield of cryptozoology. Who's going to question that? The fucking neckbeard who runs the site from his mom's basement? I wonder if I could reach out to the college that I did get scammed into attending and see if someone there would like I don't know what it is, like a fellowship, like offer me a fellowship where I could just write a thesis and defend it to get the doctorate without having to go through the education process of it. Because you know how some people can get like an honorary doctorate? I wonder if that's worth pursuing. I actually have a friend who is a doctor. I wonder if she would fellowship me. Oh my God, what if I just reach out to my ex? Who's an actual doctor, a medical doctor, which is less fun. But my other friend is a doctor in, uh, has a doctorate in geology. Yeah, I think think you might have a, yeah, you might have a better one there. But um, yeah, that's why. And um, my fun answer is because I don't need Chelsea falling into another scam online, frankly. (laughs) Yeah, Spencer Pratt already broke my heart and I still haven't learned from it. She's already spent $75 on plastic beads from China that were non-refundable. We don't need this as well. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite demon? Easy, Noel. But it's true. Um, I would probably also say I think it was like Zuzu or Zozo, the one that possessed Regan and the Exorcist. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. I think it's Pazuzu because Pazuzu. remember that's what Brawler named her ferret. Pazuzu. Yeah, so I remember her ferret's name, and that's how I know it's that. I don't know enough about demonography. I'd have to look it up because there's demonology. Like- <laughs> I think I just proved my point. But we've done episodes where we've kind of talked about like the hierarchy of hell, which I do think would be fun to dive into. But there's like a billion different demons out there. Like it's insane. There's different classes. So that might be like one of those fun things where we go into like dark biblical history or like forbidden biblical stories because there's, you know, like the book of Enoch was taken out of the Bible and that's where it talks about giants and shit. Mm -hmm. So that might be fun to go into. Lilith apparently is a demon. Um, Yeah, she's a hottie. I, if I'm going to have to do one though, I think I just might as well throw some love out to the Dover demon, which is different, but (laughs) the alien, why not? Okay. last Last question. A really good one to end on. Yeah. Would you rather only shit piss or piss shit? If you say um, anything other than shit piss, I think you're wrong. That is literally it. Because, like, are you kidding me? So I could just feel like a skinny legend every single fucking yeah. day and not be constipated? Um, yeah. No, yeah. No shit. Literally. And as, I mean, either way, it's going to suck, right? But I think that your rectum can hold more exit point. Well, this is area this is just a crazy could. comparison, though, because pissing shit. So you're saying no matter what your genitals look like, your urethra is going to open up large enough. That's what for I'm shit saying. To come out. That's giving birth. Every that is time giving you have birth. A bowel movement. That's insane. Which I mean, it kind of is already, but I feel like my asshole can handle more than my urethra. Can. Oh, for sure. I've been suffering with probably giardia or some sort of parasite, and I'm fucking fine. Yeah, like when I was prepping for my colonoscopy, the prep was horrible, but the shitting piss essentially was a fucking walk in the park and I would do it any day. A welcome change, really. (laughs) (laughs) Of just what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Because everyone's like, you need to go to the doctor for your Giardia. And I'm like, 
do I? I've never <laughs> felt better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like, I love when I get a stomach bug and I just walk out like, mm, 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 let me try yeah. on those pants that haven't fit me in three years. Right? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Anyone shit who piss says, all day. Dude, yeah. Shit anyone piss who all says day. Piss shit. I think people who want to piss shit are the same people who don't want robots to have protective rights and you have to stay the, away from them. That's the truest thing you've ever said. Going back <laughs> to the top of the episode, that is the only red flag to care about. That is actually true. That summarizes yeah. it all. Yeah. That's the last question, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of last questions, the question you will never need answered is who's looking out for you? Who's number one? And let's go ahead and throw them a uh, hail Satan. <laughs> hail whoever submitted the question. You said is more ever ethical because that one just really tickled my fancy. I died when I saw that. I choked on my wine. I know. I would also like to hail that person because I was like, I did a quick glance over of the questions and I was just like, tis this not the duality of humanity to be like, would you rather shit piss or is war ever ethical? Is that not the duality of humanity? <laughs> yeah, I fucking loved that question. I that's what I really want to turn into merch. Is just is war ever ethical? But then have like a sex robot like posing. <laughs> you know the anime girls who bend. Oh my god, make a waifu pillow, but with like a Roomba dressed sexy. With is war ever ethical? Remember how I was saying I want to make those shirts? That's like yeah. the Facebook targeted ads. That would be great. I'm just a girl who loves her Roomba who doesn't think war is ever ethical. We should turn these questions no. into a targeted okay. ad. I think we should do that, but we desperately need a fucking like sexy waifu, but her face is a Roomba. It's Oh my god! Holy shit! <laughs> We need that for sure. That oh can be done god. in minutes. Oh my god. Oh you need to god. hit up our friends at is it Validity? Validity, yeah. Validity. Validity. Sorry, my public. Hit hit up our friends at Validity because they have those like waifu images that are like the free images. Yeah, it's V E L L E I T Y. Um we Follow them on Instagram and stuff a lot. So if you go and search for them on our Instagram page, they're there. We can also share them into, we can share them on our like Facebook page and everything. But because they gave you the best, they gave all of us the best gift. Yeah. Um, which was the sexy Pikachu foot thing. Yeah. Just my so. favorite fucking like they're, layered gift. Yeah. And they're also local to Utah. But they are so fucking phenomenal. It's so, it's, it's like staring into the face of the sun. Sometimes I just can't take the talent that they have. That's true. And then I look at myself and I'm like, if I were a robot, I'd let people be shitty to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm so serious. You need to hit them up about that because I know that they have something that they can work. Um, okay. Also, speaking of reaching out to your friends. If you go to the link in any of our bios on any of the social media platforms, you'll find our link tree, which has links to pro-choice research, resources, Jesus, research, also research, um, our 
merch page, which we've got fucking new cool designs up there. We have the Every Day is a Beautiful Day to Be a Hater, the two versions, the floral and the barbed wire. And we also have the Behead Billionaires um, shirt, which is fucking sick. Um, in that link tree, you can also find our Patreon. A dollar gets you in. New episodes every week. You sign an NDA, so don't fucking say shit, bitch. Loose lips sink ships. Um, you can also find a link to Kelly Holloran or at Wildwood Owl stickers on Etsy. She also does a bunch of other cool shit, so check that out. You can join our Discord server there as well. It's always fun and popping. And for whatever reason, I don't know how you're listening to this right now, but if you need help finding another way to listen to us, you can also find links to our Spotify and Apple Podcast, all that good shit. Yeah, and if there is any question that you just had to ask, send it. We'll just answer it right away through Instagram. Or, um, honestly, um, we can always, if people have more questions or want advice or continue to dive into the is war ethical um, debate, send it to us. We'll talk about it uh, next episode. We'll we'll warm up with that. We'll open up with that before we dive into the episode. Even if it's just like one or two questions, doesn't matter. Yeah, I love that cool. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye.